0: Hi everyone, welcome or welcome back to the Positive Perspective Podcast. My name is Sana Haji Damji and I am your host. First of all, happy back to school season. I am officially a junior in high school and this year I am going to be releasing many more episodes than last year. I have plenty of ideas and I've learned so much more about podcasting in the past year. We are on episode 3, and there will be many more to come very soon. Today's episode is going to be so fun to record, and many stories and past experiences will be shared. In today's episode, Arian Ortiz will be joining us. She was on the last episode, but didn't have much talking time as she will on this episode. Ariane is currently a junior at Centennial High School, and she is a part of the drill team at her school. We are going to be discussing the aftermath of a break. Anybody that held value in your life and is no longer a part of it is something very common, especially in our age group. We are going to mainly be talking about breakups between friendships. This is a relatable topic, especially after the transition of middle school and high school, drama, and change of lifestyle in general affects the way friendships work. We are going to dive deep in this episode and talk about our personal experiences as well as how it affects both people in the relationship and how toxic it can become after the breakup. This episode will sound a little different than our other ones, so let's get started. Hi everyone, welcome to the Positive Perspective Podcast. I am here with Arian Ortiz. (laughs) Hi. Do you want to introduce yourself, Arian? Oh yeah, I'm Arian Ortiz. Um, I'm a junior at Centennial High School. And I've been friends with Slana for like two years now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. do you want to explain how we met and how we became friends? Okay, I feel like it's really confusing, like how we met. Yeah. Um, we met through a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, It just we just kind of hit it off from there. And I feel like even though we've had some bumps in the road, we've stayed really good friends and managed to, you know, stay close as ever. So, yeah yeah so we were in a friend group we met through one person and we met online first and then we basically hit it off um freshman year english class yes period on b day i'm not even gonna lie i remember when she first texted me i was like who is this girl texting me like i didn't even know you and you were just like hey we have english together and i was like Hello. Yeah, so, if you guys don't know, I moved from California, and the way I, like, met people from Centennial or Frisco in general were, was through social media. And then we basically became friends from there. Yeah. It, <laughs> there's not much to it. Yeah, it just seems kind of blurry now, but... Yeah, now we're kind of, like, we're our own people. <laughs> like, yeah. there's no one else there. It's just the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> the two of the two- Yeah. Okay, so when we were in this friend group, people started drifting off, and people left the friend group, and that's when I kind of realized that we're not all going to be friends forever. Yeah, I know, for real. It was definitely... Yeah, it it was hard. Yeah, it was a ride. A lot of people changed. A lot of people just weren't as close as they were before, so... I guess that's when we all kind of stopped being friends, and at first it wasn't very much of a toxic part of it. Yeah, I agree. I feel like a lot of it was just kind of, I don't know, it's just kind of what everyone goes through. Um, You're, like, best friends with someone or even, like, a whole group, and then it just kind of not vanishes, but, like, you not only do you, like, slowly grow apart, but you also, like i don't know you just outgrow each other mm-hmm. and that's okay but it's not okay is how people treat you very badly so. especially after which especially is why after, we're yeah. on this podcast episode hi guys hi okay so how common do you think this is in our age group like personally how much do you see this in the school hallways or have you heard people go through like a friendship breakup or a breakup in general how common do you see it and explain why um, well, I'll put it like this. There's not one person I know who has not gone through this. Yeah. It's everyone. Mm-hmm. It's everyone. It's not common. It's it's everyone I know, at least. I have not met a single person who hasn't had, like, a friendship breakup or hasn't gone through the same things that our friend group and kind of what we're still going through now. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, it's just, just the way people act. It's very toxic. And, yeah. Yeah, and... That's what I also wanted to talk about is that not only does it, like, you stop being friends with someone affect you right then and right there, but it continues to affect you. Yeah, totally. It's, it sticks with you, what people say about you and how people treat you. It just, it's not like a one and done thing. It's like, like, it stays with you. Yeah, we're juniors now, and I always tell Amy <laughs> this, and I was like, it's just crazy because things can never be the way they were yeah, a freshman year. Yeah, it hurts. It's like when people treat you badly, it's... Like, you don't really remember the good parts of that friendship. You you only remember the bad things. and Because of how they treat you yeah, after. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, do you want to share a personal experience? Anything not related to that friend group, but anything in general that you've seen or whatever. Whatever you feel like sharing based on this. So, a personal experience I had. Um, I was friends with this girl. We met, like, back in, like, the fifth grade or so. And we were, like, ride or die. Like, we were BFFs for life um and we stayed pretty good friends until i would say about like seventh or eighth grade um i don't know like there's a lot of gaps in my memory just because i kind of like cut that part out but just because not only did like she treat me poorly but she made me feel like misheard in a way like if i had any complaints or anything she kind of dismissed them um and it definitely was not one-sided i had a part to play in it too like towards the end we both kind of like didn't speak to each other like at all and it just it grew very toxic eventually like to the point it was it was my sophomore year it wasn't until my sophomore year where I was like okay hey like I don't not only can I not be friends with you anymore but I don't want to be friends with you anymore because it was that bad um you know I still like have respect for her and everything but yeah, and same thing with, with Sana. So her and Sana were pretty good friends, I think, at, like, one point. Yeah, we were. Um, I think we had gotten closer at the end of freshman, freshman year, year. And then we stopped being friends that summer. And then we kind of got together sophomore year because we had a class together. Yeah, so it was, like, me, her, Sana, and a couple of other people, mm-hmm. I would say. And I remember uh, freshman year was, like, kind of, like, at my tipping point with this person. And when I saw her become friends with Sana, I was like, no, Sana, I just want to put Sana in a bubble and, like, no, like, don't be friends with her. Just because it was, yeah, it was that bad. But, yeah, she just, she became friends with, like, a whole another group of people. And she started doing, like, drugs. And I saw her doing, um other substances (laughs) it's not funny but like yeah she just it's weird to talk about it's weird to talk about now just because we were friends for so long thank you for saying that um and she started drinking i know she smokes um uh her personality her clothes i think what didn't help is that she was definitely going through and yeah and not only did that reflect on herself and her whole new persona that I didn't even recognize, but it also reflected on a friendship that went completely down the drain, and I think would definitely help me was Sana, <laughs> because, um, when I met Sana, I just felt a lot better, like, overall, because not, not only did I know that I have other friends I can count on, but I was like, hmm, Sana feels like a good friendship, that, and when I'm friends with this other girl, like, that doesn't feel right, so, Yeah, Yeah, I just wanted to say that the person that Arian was friends with, the same girl that she was friends with in 8th grade, and when I met her in ninth grade, she was a completely different person. And then in 10th grade, I saw her as an even more different person. And now she's a junior, and it's like we never even knew her. Yeah, we don't know her at all. We don't know her. We don't know what she likes and what she doesn't like. like. She had different versions of her, and growth is a thing and change is a thing it's just it was very drastic and very fast so I it kind of scared us a little bit and we also kind of distance ourselves. and her coping methods weren't the same as ours we aren't the same person as her and we hoped we were there for her I guess that's the best I can say yeah I mean I hope she gets through you know whatever she's struggling with in her own mind but I feel like if you're if the, the way you're coping is affecting other people around you and those you who you love it's you know it's not a good way to cope no matter what you're dealing with yeah and no hate to this person we were friends with them at one point yeah and of course yeah it's just it really helped us grow in a way too because we saw it with her first like personally like between me and arian and i think that's when it kind of hit us that like oh my god we're in high school now <laughs> yeah um, for sure I'm going to talk about two experiences, one that Arian knows very well, and the other one that Arian has seen me go through, and so I'm going to talk about the first one. Okay, so there's these two people my freshman year that I met in this friend group that me and Arian were in, and um, I just want to say that it was very rough, okay, and I ignored the red flags so much because I was so worried that I wouldn't make friends because this is my freshman year of high school and I moved to another state so like the fear of not knowing anyone in high school really bothered me and as you can tell I'm a very social person and I need to be around people so when I was a part of this friend group I loved it because I was like oh my god I already have a friend group and they really like me I was wrong. They didn't all really like me as much as I thought they did. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And, yeah. yeah. And there's these two people that... um, We went to homecoming together. And a little bit before we went to homecoming, there's these two girls that would take pictures of me, just, like, in class or, like, while I was walking down the stairs or while I was talking to people. And they would edit these pictures into memes and send them into group chats just to make fun of me and call me things like fat and body shame me and just make fun of me like the first couple of months like two months into me meeting them which was crazy to me yeah it was it was really ugly at least from the outside looking in um i just want to say i didn't know what was going so we were all in this friend group right i didn't know exactly what was going on i had just like heard like bits and pieces from a whole bunch of different people um but when I found out that like they were bullying Sana online and making all these memes it was just like that's disgusting I don't know how these people were like super sweet and nice to her face and then behind her face would just like say all these like disturbing things so it was really weird um I don't want to say I felt bad for you, but I felt bad. (laughs) I felt so bad for you just because you're in this new state. Mm -hmm. You you don't know anybody. Well, you thought you knew people, and then they (laughs) over. So, yeah, it was sick, but yeah. Yeah, I guess it just, like, at that moment, I was kind of like, wow, like, these are the true versions of themselves. And what I found out, I found out from that person that did it. So, I'm like, why are you telling me after you did it? And they were like, oh, no, I didn't do it. The other person that was involved did it. And it just kept going back and forth of who I should believe. And at that point, I was like, I don't care. Just don't do it again. Like, don't hurt my feelings. And I don't think I should have dismissed it like that the way I did. But I did dismiss it. Yeah, I think what happened was that you were like, you wanted to be friends with them so bad that you just kind of, like, pushed it aside, you know what I mean? Um, Not only did you like push it aside and just like overlook it, but you also allowed them to continue to mistreat you, which was also, you know, just it was just red flag, red flag. (laughs) Yeah, there was a (laughs) lot of red flags that I blatantly ignored just because... I knew that there were some people in the friend group that I wanted to stay friends with, and the other ones, I was just friends with them because there were some people in that friend group that I wanted to be friends with. Like, from the beginning, I think me and Arian clicked the most, and I wanted to stay friends with Arian, but again, that all these people are connected to Arian, so I can't just be friends with Arian and then not connect with everyone else. So, yeah, that's like the first time I noticed it that I ignore the red flags. And the second time this one I found out found out sophomore year. So it hurt so bad. Was our freshman year homecoming. I was the target. Yeah. I was kind of the target and this was like a little bit after um, the whole body shaming thing on the group chats. I started crying during our homecoming pictures. And this is so Embarrassing for me to share on a podcast. I started crying my first homecoming because I knew that the girl that body shamed me was there and I just couldn't stand the fact that I'm wearing a dress and I'm all like ready in front of her. And I kind of just kept thinking that I don't look good. Okay, so then I found out sophomore year that I, one Can of I the say girls. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, go for okay, so I remember that moment. We were, um, it was like, was it the five of us and then mm-hmm. some of the girls' moms and sauna i noticed sauna started like tearing up and then she moves to the side like off yeah Um, i didn't take a couple of pictures like if we look back at them i wasn't in some of them she's missing in some of them yeah and she moved off to the side and i literally remember one of the girls come over to like comfort her or whatever it was the same girl who you know made those memes and was like talking all this bad stuff about her behind her back and she was the same girl who What Tanya's about to say in the next clip... Like, pay someone to... Yeah, she was about to pay one of the other girls... That was involved in the group chat thing... I think these two girls were, like... The main red flag that I ignored... And she basically paid the other girl... To throw water at me... During homecoming... For $20... She was about to pay them $20 to throw water at me... On my homecoming dress... On homecoming freshman year... As a new kid are you kidding me like that is disgusting like yeah I agree um so there are actually like a few facts of that that I specifically remember um we were at Legacy West with all our friends and you know we were sitting down eating dinner or whatever and I don't I can't remember if it was like a group chat going on or if it was like face to face because you were you were there Mm -hmm. I was there so maybe it was like I don't know. This whole thing should not have happened. Like, people didn't like each other, but they were all having dinner together. It was just, it was really weird. Um, and the reason we didn't, like, everyone at that time did not want to invite the girl that did that to me. Yeah.
1: But we were all
0: like, oh. We were all still friends at the time. We didn't, I don't think we had time to process what exactly was going on. So we were, we were all just like, yeah, let's Well, eat I remember we were at, um, a couple weeks before homecoming, we went to IHOP on the homecoming game night and we were all there and that girl that did that to me wasn't there because one of the girls just didn't like that girl especially after what she did to me yeah this is freshman year by the way so yeah this is freshman year we're juniors now we're in juniors now yeah so um yeah that that day we had a lot of fun it was really fun um i do remember that and we were talking about that girl and we were talking about like If we should uninvite her to homecoming, like it was a conversation brought up, if we should uninvite her. I don't even remember that. See, there's just some. And I was like, no. I was kind of like happy that we brought up the topic, so people knew that she actually did this to me. Like these are her friends from middle school. I think they should be aware that this is how she would treat someone that's new to the school. And it wasn't in my mind to like not make like to make everyone hate her. It was just in my mind, just know that this person can do this to you too. Okay, so, I was happy that it was brought up, but I was like, no, it's fine. Like, I came into her friend group. I'm the one who she welcomed in the friend group. So, I'm not going to be like, yeah, don't invite her. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I remember, like, this whole situation, I remember just... I, I feel like it was yesterday. It's, it's so weird to be talking about it, like, oh my god, it's two years ago. Yeah. It feels like, it really does feel like yesterday, but... With that whole like homecoming situation, I I'm not I'm not gonna lie I did not know who to believe I didn't know if I could believe Sana I didn't know if I could believe the other girls so I was just yeah I was kind of in my own world Um, at first I didn't like really care but then I started caring when it got to the point where we all kind of split up in a way and at first um, I think it was like me and a couple of other girls um sophomore year and then that's when sauna left the group um yeah it's just there was a lot of drama in it yeah and it was yeah yeah that whole freshman year thing was dismissed right i let it go again that girl i let her be my friend even though she did all of that to me i let her be my friend again Wow, now when I look back at myself, I'm like, wow, wasn't I stupid? Me too. Like, <laughs> yeah, I even, like... We didn't even realize. Yeah, like, what the heck? Yeah. So then I was like, okay, whatever. Now we're in sophomore year, okay? I basically didn't talk to this girl at all that did this to me. Um, this is in the past. I don't really care anymore. This is... This is just for fun. We're just talking for yeah, fun. Yeah, this it's is just serious. for people to know that we've been through this, and... A lot of other people are going through worse and it doesn't matter what you're going through you're going through it and it definitely matters so we're just sharing our point of view we're not hurt about it anymore just to clarify like we couldn't care less we're anymore. over it <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that's kind of what we're trying to get through there is one thing that i'm not over which is why i wanted to do this episode but we'll get to that later so stay tuned so now we're fast forwarding to around sophomore year homecoming and this is where like the major stuff happened like for me personally like this is where i wasn't friends with any of them anymore and this happened because we were going into homecoming and there was a group chat made for homecoming um one of the girls kicked me off of the group chat and i was just like okay so then i texted Erin, and i was like she was like are you gonna go to homecoming and i was like no i'm not gonna go to homecoming with the people that don't even want me there right and so, then I, I didn't have anyone to go to homecoming with at this t- point of time. Okay. I wasn't going to go. I will say this. Um, I remember being so angry at that person who kicked you out of the group chat. Because, so it was like the five of us. I don't even remember exactly who. Um, well, I remember who kicked you out of it. Yeah. But I don't remember exactly who was all in it. I was still a good friends with Sana at the time and the other girls didn't like her as much but like there were a few of us who still were good friends with her yeah it was just Erin um, and one other person that i was actually yeah. close with in that friend group yeah i mean it's whatever at this point but i just remember i literally remember asking her like hey why did you kick her out i know it was you and this girl had the audacity to tell me oh It was a glitch. I didn't kick her out, and my phone just glitched. Yeah, and one of the most major things about it was she wasn't even going to this homecoming. She was going somewhere else, and she kicked her out of the group. And And I'm just like, okay, like it's fine. But I realized that the other girls were like, Arian was basically forcing me to go, and another girl was forcing me to go, and I'm just like, I won't feel comfortable there because last year i wasn't or freshman year i wasn't comfortable so how am i gonna feel comfortable sophomore year with the same people so i was like i like i don't care if each of my homecomings i'm celebrating or yeah celebrating with different groups like i don't need all my pictures to line up with the same people okay so basically me and arian took a pause yeah Mm -hmm. and arian was still friends with them and i wasn't like i just didn't talk to them yeah i was still friends with them And I guess for me, it was really good, because I, like, basically all of October, I was, like, depressed. Like, I didn't have any friends. I would hang out with the kids, like, grade older than me, and I would remember, like, them telling me, like, don't go with them, like, they're bad people. Like, what do you mean, like... You you just don't want me to hang out with anyone. Like, you just want me to be alone and sit at home and not go to the football games. I didn't do that to myself. I still went out. I was upset about it. I would be arguing on my way home over a text message with them. It, it wasn't fun, obviously. Like, it was obviously painful because I thought these were good people. I think, like, during this whole time that we're talking about, it's just fun to, like, look over and reflect at how childish not only they were, but definitely we were, too. Yeah, we were, too. But I so think yeah. we've learned so much from there. Like we are Yeah, we're mature enough to actually make a whole episode about this. So, I'm <laughs> kind of a serious. I'm, okay, the only thing I'm scared of is like people like being like oh like oh yeah, they're like they say they're drama free, but then, you know, they're still so hung up on it. They're talking about it. Like, no, no. we're just Yeah, we're just having fun. Truthfully, it's not that we're hung up on it. It's It's not that serious. And honestly, me and Arian are going to listen to this in, like, maybe our sophomore year of college, and call Arian and we'll be like, hey, we should, like, listen to the podcast episode we made, and we're just going to talk about it, because we're obviously going to forget about these small little details that we remember our junior year. Okay, I want to let this be known. I do not need closure from these people. Um, I've moved on, I know some of those girls are still hung up on it, they still talk about me, that's fine. They still talk about us. They still talk about us. Yeah, they do, and it's okay. It's okay, people are going to just talk. (laughs) Yeah. And so at this point of time, when they, when I was hanging out with kids a grade older than me, I was kind of like, I felt popular, like, oh my god, that these kids a grade older than me want to hang out with me. Made me feel really great. Okay, and this was the same year that I joined track, And I made a couple really good friends. And I became friends with one of the most amazing people. I'm really glad I met her. And then I still have Arian, my OG person. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm eating watermelon. (laughs) I also want to say that, like, after being friends with all those people and, like, going through what I went through and going through what I went through with you, Sana, um... I've met a lot of great people from my drill team. Mm -hmm. I literally love everyone. They're so incredibly sweet and kind. And I feel like some of those girls are, like, my ride or die. I will be friends with them through college. I know for sure. And I'm just – I'm glad we left that group. Yeah. And I'm glad it's just kind of like the two of us now. I mean, we're still friends with some people from that group, but it's not like anything – serious okay to sum up what we're trying to say as of right now is that like sophomore year we both drifted from that friend group me and arian didn't talk to each other as much because we didn't have classes together that was the truth we still liked each other we just didn't have classes together no (laughs) classes i was i was still upset about that yeah so that's probably why me and arian didn't talk as much but um But this was our year where we actually made friends outside of that friend group. And truth be told, freshman year, like, these were my only friends. And I don't know if I can say the same for Arian. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Well, except for a few people, but... No, this was my only friends. Like, I made some classmate friends, like, people you talk to in class. Yeah, and except for, like, two or three other people, these were my only friends. And And it's super embarrassing for me to, like, admit that, that these girls were you know, the only people I had for, for a hot second, um, but now I'm glad to say that I have many more friends, other than than too. um, they were fake, and I'm not saying they are fake, they were fake, yeah, we're not trying to get into any present drama because of this episode, this is just a reflection, if you're listening, hi, we're not trying to make this all about you, you, but we're just saying, you know, if you even made it this far, (laughs) Um I only had that group of friends and those kids that were 1 year older than me. I had one half a semester class with these people and and I remember how much Sana I just remember juniors juniors juniors. I remember yeah. she was she was literally in love with these juniors y'all you know, like they made my freshman year. Like they were sophomores at the time. And now we're juniors so they're seniors. Oh, but right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah that was a whole other thing but these were really really good people okay now the other like story i'm going to tell you is something that arian saw me go through she's never met this person in real life i'm pretty sure they're instagram mutuals maybe <laughs> maybe i think she, no? fo- i think she followed you you can check i found, like she all my follow me no. Yeah, she unfollowed you because she unfollowed all my friends after she got follows from them. Okay, but basically, I was really close to this person, and I'm not going to say that we were... we're, We weren't friends. We were best friends. We were ride or dies. We were even more than best friends. We were family, but we're not going to get into that because that's not something I want to talk about. And, like, literally family. Like, blood-related. Yeah, blood-related. Okay, so... I'm going to start like short because this is a very long story and if I just started to talk about this, we wouldn't be done until tomorrow. So we're going to sum it up. When we were younger, we didn't like each other very much. I grew up in another country. I grew up in Canada. I was born in America, but I was raised in Canada and she was in California the whole time. And we didn't like each other much when we were younger because I was an only child and she had a younger sister. So she was kind of like used to that. And, Erin, I don't know if you know all of this either, so I guess this is story time for you, too. I think I know I knew a little bit, but, like, I don't know details, details. Yeah, you know I mean? I'm not going to talk about details, details. Okay. That's, I know. that's something we can talk about off of. Like, listen, well, so the only thing I can say about it is, like, how I witnessed Sana go through it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were really good friends. We were ride or dies. We probably became friends a good friends when we were 12 or 11 maybe we'd known each other our our whole lives but we actually became friends when we were 11 or 12 and this is like very embarrassing to talk about but we became friends during like the summer 2019 like tiktok stuff like when tiktok was blowing up and all these stars were famous we would talk about it a lot and that's how we became friends we're like in the same age group she's one year younger than me so, we had a lot in common, right? She's going into her sophomore year. Yeah. Okay, then we started talking about, like, our personal problems and stuff that was going on in our family. Because I guess we were the only two people that were close enough to actually talk about family drama. And how how we felt about our family. Because they're very old-fashioned. I love my family. I love everyone in my family. It was just this, like, particular phase in our family, I guess, so we would just talk about that stuff. We would basically bond over it because we felt the same way. Like none of my school friends could feel the way that I felt with her because we're in the same family, literally. And then a couple of, and then it's like at our best phase in our life, um, I would say February of 2020 is when we had like the best fun. And then I found out that I was moving to Texas in June of 2020. Isn't that a great way to just ruin a friendship when it's just getting at like its best point? So we became friends, okay? We promised to FaceTime each other every day. And we did, we did. I really say we will FaceTime each other every day. Almost like around August of 2020 when I first got into school, I was so upset. And she was my only friend. We were close enough to just like talk about anything anything like when I say anything I mean like anything and this is something like I would say recent-ish because it's still very recent to me and um we were really close and I, she had a sense of jealousy all the time especially because um in LA specifically like the government had was on their like fourth lockdown or something when school in Texas was in person Oh, I yeah. didn't know that. We basically got very lucky to experience freshman year, and she was going into ninth, no, eighth grade. Yeah, eighth grade. Eighth grade? Yeah. Actually, with the and she was very like, very not up to date. Okay. And she was just, like, not talking to anybody. Like, her only friend was me, too. So, I guess we only had each other. Like, that, we were really lucky for that. And then I met Erin and that whole friend group. That was very dramatic that we just talked about. But I met that friend group. And at that time, it just seems like we're having so much fun. Because we're doing stuff late at night. We're going to homecoming. We're having sleepovers. And it was very fun. It was fun. At the time, it was fun. It was fun. I'm not going to lie. And so basically that's when she got very jealous of like oh like I'm sitting here at home and she's over here with her new friends right and then in January of 2021 I went to go visit her in LA I was there for a whole month literally a whole month I was doing online school and I was there for a whole month I remember that yeah and we spent like every day together and then I just started realizing that she is such a different person that from like when I last saw her okay and I'm kind of still in like that mindset where I'm like the same person that she left me at just because I have new friends I'm still me but she just acted different and she was still not talking to that many people so that's that's that January I told her hey you know go talk to your friends go reach out to them because she wasn't feeling well. Like, I think her mental health was on the edge at that point. I think I I really helped her, seriously. Like, I'm not trying to give myself credit, but I'm the one who told her, hey, go, go talk to your friends, go do this, go do that, go do stuff. You're not in your lockdown anymore. You have more stuff to do. Okay, and I remember, like, specifically, like, my freshman year when we were having, like, all these sleepovers and I was getting closer with sauna, um... I remember she was like, yeah, I have this cousin, like, we're, like, best friends, and all this stuff, and then, like, slowly and gradually, like, throughout the year, they, like, got distanced, it just became really toxic, and me personally, like, with my culture, I was just like, how can a cousin treat you that way? You know what I mean? Like, you guys are, like, family, or you're supposed to know each other and love each other forever, um, but, I mean... You know, with the way she acted, obviously she did everything except Let's that. Let's just say that she was selfish. Yeah. And as soon as we took a long break, I want to say that summer because she was just treating me so badly. It was like she became very popular at school and she made all these friends. She was going into her freshman year. Yeah. And she just had a lot of friends why because I told her to reach out to the people so (laughs) she should be thanking you (laughs) yeah so I told her to go make the friends she did the rest of the work herself which is great for her but yeah I did play a role in that I feel like and then after that she just started treating me like crap like she would like be like oh yeah I'm gonna call you later and then she would be like oh yeah I'm gonna call you in 5 minutes I'm gonna call you in 10 minutes it's like 1 o'clock in the morning and I have school tomorrow and you're telling me to wait for another 5 minutes like I'm literally waiting for you to call me because you are my best friend yeah it's just like I feel like with Sana and her specifically it was just like little things um, that eventually led into one big thing that she's gonna talk about in a minute but yeah it was just the whole thing was at least from an outsider looking in the whole thing was very toxic and i was like how like why do you still talk to her you know what i mean but yeah yeah it's just very hard to let go of a friendship that you've been holding on for more than six years or seven years i would say so now we took a break okay now around like october ish there's another friend that kind of like brought us back into the picture he like texted her and kind of got to know her and then he like let her know that we were friends too. And I think from because of that person our like friendship got lifted up. And thanks to that person because in I would have never found out how much of a bad person she is because yeah. of this person. And so now we're hitting my birthday. Yeah, she doesn't call me. She doesn't text me. It's my birthday. Okay, it is literally my birthday, and I was like, okay, that's fine. She's probably busy, because she usually is. And a couple years ago on my birthday, she was asleep the whole birthday. I didn't get to see her, because she was sleeping all day, Arian. Okay, and that's that's where I draw the line, you know what I mean? I'm just like, okay, I, it may it might just be me, but I feel like birthdays are very special. Yeah. You know, if you care about someone, you will absolutely reach out and give them a big, fat, happy birthday, because you love said person and if you don't wish someone a happy birthday i'm sorry but you're just like a shitty person in my in my experience yeah and i feel like okay and you know what's crazy Irene, is that that same birthday that she did that to me she fell asleep all all, all the day. day yeah yeah that like her birthday is in may but my birthday is in november that may i made a whole like video collage of like all of her friends like i asked all of her friends to like take a video and say happy birthday to her and i edited it all together and gave it to her on her birthday with like a whole box of stuff and on my birthday she was asleep all day and this was the birthday that i was moving that's yeah that's that's fucking insane and you were definitely 100 percent putting way more effort than you should have been because you loved her and Maybe she loved you. I don't know. I don't. I I I don't know. I don't know if she ever did. Seriously. Um, I think she did at one point. I think she did care at one point, but it got to a point where she didn't care enough. Yeah. You know. There were other people more important. Exactly. You. Than me. You put more effort than she did. Yeah. Yeah, That's percent. And then okay, now this person brought us back closer. Okay, now we're just talking about all the problems and how we're gonna fix them. Okay, then this birthday that I just said, she didn't wish me happy birthday. Okay, and I was like, okay, that's fine. Then my grandpa passed away. She didn't say anything. So that day on my birthday when she didn't say happy birthday to me, I called her at night and I was like, hey, I feel like we need to take, we need to stop being friends because here's where the problem lines is like, you don't care about me as much as I care about you. So when you feel like you need me, then give me a call. And that's how I ended the call. She never gave me a call back. <laughs> Till today, till today, I (laughs) haven't gotten a call back. And my grandpa passed away, she didn't say anything. I actually have reached out to her like two or three times since then, and I've wished her happy birthday, she left me on read. And then I've, um, then the second time was this summer, like the summer that just happened. And I was just like sitting there at night, just thinking about it, and I was like, wow, this was like very immature. Because at the time that this was happening, I felt like I was the one who was being childish. Because I feel like, why care so much? Like, why did I care as much as I did, right? Like, I think a lot of it has to do with, I don't know, I don't want to give her too many excuses because she was one year younger than you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're all just, like, still developing. We don't know how to handle situations where, I mean, we're still developing now. Yeah. We're all, we're still childish, but, like, come on. It's common decency. It's human decency if someone you know or care for, no matter what situation you're in at the moment, you give, you pay your respects, and you give courtesy, you know? Like, yeah. if someone in your in their life has passed away, say something. Like, hey, I'm here if you need anything. I'm really sorry that so-and-so passed away or so-and-so did something Whatever the case may be, and the fact that she didn't reach out proves how much, not only does she not care about you, but how much she just didn't want anything to do with you. Yeah. So then this last summer, I reached out to her. This is basically what I wanted to do this episode, is because I realized that there's just some people you can't fix. And I have hope for them to, like, come to their common senses and be like, hey, you know, I did something wrong. I don't think she, till this day, has seen that she's done anything wrong okay yeah that's my pet peeve too I hate when people can't admit what they've done wrong yeah and I texted her saying like hey like I think we were immature and I think that we can be better people than we were before because I don't want someone like that was my world that was my best friend to be someone that I hate now or that hates me now you know, I just don't want to think of that person as the same person. Because we've had so many great memories. We've shared so much stuff with each other. That I just really do not want to. Um, I don't want to think of her like that. And yeah, I get that. So, then I reached out to her. She never read it. I left it there for like a whole month. To see maybe if she would read it. I texted one of her mutual friends between me and her. And I said, hey, do you know she's active on Instagram? And she was like, yeah, she is. Like, I talked to her yesterday. And I was like, oh, okay, so she's ignoring my message. I unsent it, and that's when I really thought about it. It's not worth it. She's not worth it. Because I tried. I did my best as a human being, as her friend, who was her friend, that she's never. She's always going to be selfish, right? Like, I guess I just learned from that, and which is why I wanted to do this episode, is that sometimes – the people you think are your friends or someone way worse okay so I actually do want to talk about um like any of these situations it can be it can literally be whatever or how to get over an advice okay so this may not be like the healthiest thing in the world but um I kind of like developed a mentality that no one really cares you know what I mean? Oh, my God, Erin, do you remember that quote you gave me, like, the first week we met? And I was like, oh, my God. It was that not was the so first. Dark. It yes, was. it was. It was definitely the first week we met, and Erin tells me this quote, <laughs> and she was like, at the end of the day. It was not a quote. It was not. <laughs> okay, yeah, it was a quote. It was a quote. <laughs> she was like, at the end of the day, nobody's going to care about you. No. It, okay. No, I'm going to like. say <laughs> the quote. I'm going to say it, because the way she's wording it right now is so bad. It's so out of context. So, I read, like, there was a whole article about it. I don't know who came up with the quote, but it was, like, a whole article, and I was reading through it, and it had something to do with, like, you know, at the end of the day, you really have no one but yourself, and, you know, being a sophomore in high school, that kind of hit close to home, because I was really, like, counting on others Mm -hmm. to... Yeah, me too. Sana included. We were really... Counting on others to kind of hold ourselves up and help with our mental health. So, I developed a mentality where basically I was like, okay, you know, something needs to change with the way I think and how I look at things because I don't want to live like this. I don't want to live sad and depressed. I don't want to live with no friends, right? So, I basically developed a mentality where, like, no one really cares. And, of course, I'm excluding my closest family members, my closest friends from this. But, like, other friends, like, especially that friend group we were talking about earlier, um, I was like, no one really cares yeah. about what you do. But everyone is so focused on themselves, and I think Sana can agree to this. Everyone is so focused on themselves and what they're doing, what they're doing wrong, what they're doing right. That they don't have time to focus on you. So I'm like, I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna do what I want to do. You know what I mean? (laughs) No, literally. I'm just like, I don't care anymore. I don't... I don't... I don't care. Okay, um... For me, I met this one person last year. And I will tell Arian who I'm talking about in a second. But... I met this one person last year that made it very clear to me that I have... ...friends. And... I didn't want to admit it because, like, personally, I saw it. But admitting it is a whole nother thing. It takes a lot of guts to know, like, that there's something wrong. Yeah. And I didn't want to admit it. I just let him say what he wanted to say. And he was a good guy, and I knew that. It was just, like just do your own thing bro like why why are you talking about my friends like, these like are my in two friends. years it will not matter i feel like i remember he said something like that yeah he was like these people aren't even gonna remember you in a couple years and i was like wow that really hurt my feelings a little bit and then when i stopped being friends with him i was like yeah if you see a red flag Do not ignore it. That is the end of what I can tell you. Because some people just aren't going to change. And sometimes you're just not meant for another person. And me and Arian get along. Okay? But if I have a friend that Arian doesn't like and Arian has a friend that I don't like, that doesn't mean that I have to be friends with Arian's friends and that Arian has to be friends with my friends. We're different people. Like, we like different people. And I think a lot of it has to do with not only who's more important but like who who is there for you at the end of the day like when you think about who's there for you and if you're having your like a really terrible day and you're crying it's three in the morning who who are you gonna call like you're gonna pick up that phone who are you gonna call and yeah it's it's as simple as that and if you if you don't say who you're currently friends with, girl get some new friends because those people will be with you for a long long time um and that's my advice yeah um I'm just gonna say is that you're never gonna know the first year of high school who your people are and that's okay that's for you to find out and that's for you're gonna grow so much and be like oh my god like you're gonna look back at your high school years and be like, wow. That's crazy. Like, we just entered junior year, but I feel like I've learned more in my life than I have ever coming into high school. And so I think that wraps up today's episode. That was a lot. And I want to say a huge thank you to Sana for introducing me to this podcasting world of hers. Um, I think it's really cool what you're doing. This is this is dope. A lot of people don't have the guts and are too afraid to even voice their opinions on certain things, and I think this is just really cool. Even if it's just like a side project that, you know, is just for you, um, but helping people in any way you can, I think, is really brave. So, props to you! Kudos to you! Aww. Thank you for having me. I love I love this. It's it was really fun. Thank you. Thank you, Erin. Thank you for coming. Cause I don't think I could have done this episode on my own, honestly. But, um, I'm just trying to have something online that people can relate to because I don't think stuff like this is just talked about and people know about it. But, um, yeah. Thanks, Arian. I love you. Love you, too. Okay, now we're going to insert the bloopers that were taken during this podcast episode. It was so fun and we thought we'd share some of them. Hello? Okay, no, I need to be, like, right here. Oh, okay. I'm uncomfortable when I'm, like, right here. Okay, then I'll put it a little Should closer down? to you when you talk. You can lay down. That's fine. You can- Here, I can scoop back and you can lay down on your stomach. Okay. <laughs> this is all being recorded. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Bloopers. Bleepers. Hi, bloopers. Hi bloopers. Okay. okay, okay. We're gonna restart that, okay. Just a little bit. Restart, restart, <laughs> restart. <laughs> restart. <laughs> a huge thank you. No, no, no. no we're gonna- <laughs> Sorry, I'm like <laughs> cracking. This is so satisfying. <laughs> I'm like cracking my. Arian! <laughs> sorry. Bite right, the mic. Ready? Oh my god, okay. If you're okay. disturbed, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you're not gonna put this in. I'm eating watermelon, y'all. Right. This is gonna be a bite. <laughs> <Bloopers>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, bloopers. No. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Okay. So, what were we talking about? What does the clock have to do with anything? I forgot. Um, Madison Ray. <laughs> <laughs> we're not putting that. In. Okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Whatever. Screw this. Okay. So, well, algebra I... homework. No, we need to do algebra. Okay, we, we have that. to do it. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, don't put that in I'm, Don't put that okay, in Okay, I won't. okay, Can I say, can I say It's like drugs Yeah Yeah, yeah But not for law <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because you went Because <laughs> I had an itch, I had to itch it Or I had to scratch it Okay. Like These people aren't even going to remember you in a couple years Yeah i <laughs> <I'm just gonna laughs> that out okay you guys we're coming to an end and we have come to an end i'm so glad to have done this podcast episode with arian especially because we faced such similar things being in the same friend group i'm glad to have grown this much from freshman year and laugh about our rough times and we hope this helped you and was entertaining to listen to Let me know if you enjoyed this episode and if I should do more episodes like this one. Just an FYI, like we said in this episode, we aren't obsessed or still stuck on freshman year drama. This is simply a reflection for podcast purposes. We all go through it. We're simply opening up about it for everyone else to hear. Please make sure to follow the Positive Perspective podcast on Instagram for more updates. It'll be linked under this episode, as well as mine and Arian's account. Thank you so much, Arian, for joining me in this episode, and thank you all for your support in making it this far. If you have any ideas, questions, or comments on this podcast, feel free to DM me. Make sure to stay tuned, and I hope you have an amazing day, amazing night, wherever you are, and whenever you listen to this.